It's Evie here. Welcome to EML Radio, where we are always talking truth. All of those things you need to hear that nobody else is willing to say. Hello, truth seekers. Today's episode of EML Radio is sponsored by Strong Start. Strong Start is a new 90-day program designed to give you the opportunity through a structured program to start living your most fulfilling life. When it comes to eating, moving, and living, there are three critical things to develop in order for you to have lasting success. And those are self-discipline, knowledge, and accountability. So after devoting over a decade of my life to coaching and nutrition and fitness and mindset, I found myself losing accountability and self-discipline. Now I know exactly what it takes to create a fit body and a mind and a spirit to live to my highest potential, but over the last year, I felt myself just slipping, which is why I decided to develop the Strong Start program. Strong Start gives you absolutely everything you need to bring order back to your life, especially in a time of great chaos like we're in right now. It's designed over a 90-day period with three 30-day phases. So phase one is designed for you to really hone in on developing self-discipline. And then phase two allows you to start using that newfound discipline to incorporate more choices into your eating and into your movement. And then phase three, man, that gives you the runway that you need to put all the new found discipline and knowledge into place so you can sustain this progress for the rest of your life. So Strong Start works by providing you a complete program guide with exercises for absolutely every fitness level so that you know that what you're actually doing is going to produce the greatest results. And it keeps you moving in a way that is safe and that's functional for your lifestyle. It also gives you the mindset exercises to ensure that you're shifting your mind into seeking the most from yourself every single day. Because all of the exercises and all of the nutrition advice in the world won't help unless you work on building that mental toughness first. It also provides you a hardbound mindset and accountability journal so that you are writing down and tracking your progress every single day for those 90 days. And then lastly, the Strong Start Nutrition Guide uses my colors, not calories method in order to teach you how to eat so that you will never have to go on a diet again. Listen, Strong Start is changing my life and it is changing the lives of countless others. And it will undoubtedly change yours too. So head on over to evfats.com and learn more about Strong Start. Just remember, it is never too late to seek out and create a better you, but you just have to start. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of EML Radio. Today, we're going to talk about how to fight the urge to try to fast track your fitness. So we're getting into that time of year where... So many people are going to start the new year reflecting on how much weight they gained over the past year, setting new goals, you know, committing themselves to finally working out and finally getting in shape, which by all means, I always encourage that. I encourage people to do it throughout the year, not obviously just in January, because we know that 
people that just commit in January have pretty much already fallen off the wagon by the end of the month or February at the latest. But part of people's focus, especially when it comes to fitness, is that we have this desire to fast track it. And unfortunately, you know, fast tracking things is pretty much everywhere nowadays. We just constantly want everything to happen immediately for us. But today we're just going to focus in on the fitness industry. And the reason we're going to do that is because the fitness industry is just chronically selling bullshit fast track methods. The nutrition industry does exactly the same. Supplement industry does exactly the same. So I would say out of all the industries out there, man, like those people in the fitness industry are the most guilty of trying to convince people that there is a quicker route, an easy way, or a way to speed up getting healthy. And the truth is, guys, there just isn't. I'll tell you what, this is probably one of my biggest frustrations being in this industry. And I really like to think of myself well beyond that of just someone that's in the fitness industry. I teach people a lot more beyond just exercising and eating. But, you know, one of my biggest frustrations for well over a decade now of being in this industry is, you know, I don't like to be lumped in to all those people out there that are just selling lies, and selling dogma and methods and all the crazy shit you see because it really, they are just a bunch of lies. So for someone that's in that industry, it's one of my biggest frustrations since I started coaching well over a decade ago. And I also can tell you that it's been very frustrating for me from a professional standpoint because I'll tell you what, I could have made millions a lot easier by selling people quick fixes than by doing the things that I do, which are doing the right things for people and not selling them a bunch of products. Man, I tell you what, like I could have financially been a lot better off if I was willing to sell out like most people in the fitness industry do. But then another, a second part of that frustration also stems from all of you guys listening to this. It comes from the consumers and people wanting to believe that they don't just have to bear down and do hard work and buying into the crap because, you know, I've said it a million times before, but, you know, I kind of hold the fitness industry accountable for selling lies, but I also hold all consumers accountable because here's the deal. If you guys weren't willing to buy into it, there wouldn't be a multi-billion dollar market, right? So both sides need to do better and to set aside the crap, but I obviously can't control what happens in the fitness industry outside of what I provide, but what I can do is help educate all of you and help hold you accountable to stop buying into a bunch of crap. And that means buying into the crap that you're telling yourself because you'll see a diet or some kind of fast track system or the newest, latest, greatest kind of workout program or diet, and you'll tell yourself, ooh, I'm gonna try that because I think that's finally gonna work. When if we really just strip all of that away, come on, you have to be completely honest and be willing to say to yourself, you know what, I know that's not true because I've tried a million other things in the past and those haven't worked either because there is no easy easy route. There's no shortcuts. So that's kind of what I want to do for you guys today, just in a really quick episode, give you some really solid, tangible things to think about and to build some awareness around whether or not you are attempting to fast track. 
So let's just start with the nutrition side. I can't begin to tell you how many times I am asked in the course of a week what I think about fasting and intermittent fasting. And always my response, like it is pretty much in anything that I get asked about nutrition or fitness, is, well, it depends. So fasting, intermittent fasting, can be effective for some people. But let's refer to fasting as like getting your PhD in nutrition. When most people are asking me that don't even have their elementary school in nutrition completed. People that aren't really even dialed in the basics of nutrition are then wanting to intermittent fast or they're wanting to go on a ketogenic diet or they're wanting to go strict paleo or do the whole 30 or any of these other things that are very strict and very dogmatic and very, you know, one way of thinking about food. The trouble with that is, guys, is that most people skip over all of the basics. They try those things and best case scenario, they're successful for a short period of time, and that may even be maybe one or two years. And worst case scenario, it actually sets them back. So since I mentioned fasting and intermittent fasting, that is one that I have personally seen dozens upon dozens, if not up in the hundreds of women in particular that have fasted prior to coming to me, and it has really jacked them up. So females have extremely sensitive hormones and we have extremely sensitive metabolism in comparison to men overall. Okay, that's kind of a blanket statement, but females typically are just more sensitive to those things. So when you really have never focused on nutrition and then all of a sudden you try to intermittent fast, it really will cause you more setback than it will get you where you want to go. And I'm not going to go really deep in intermittent fasting today because I actually have that on the books to record an episode next year where we're really going to dive deep in it, the pros and cons and everything in between. But it's just an example of one of those things where people glom onto something because their neighbor did it, their coworker did it, they know a friend that did it and it was successful, and then they're going to try it too. So dogmatic diets, keto, I would go so far as even saying counting macros. Like, why are you counting your macros if you don't even chew your food or sit quietly and you still eat out of a package, right? Or you don't even know what it means to eat from nature. So fast tracking items on the nutrition side are fasting, intermittent fasting, dogmatic diets, and especially supplements. I also can't tell you how many people talk to me daily on this one about what supplements I recommend or what I think about such and such supplement. And that again, guys, it gives us an out to not to have to really bear down and do the work Do the hard work and develop consistency and some momentum and create new habits. All of those things kind of allow ourselves to trick ourselves into thinking that we can somehow fast track it. And the truth is you can't. And when we wrap things up, I'm going to give you actual examples of things that you should be starting with that are 101 before you start trying to do these things about getting your PhD in any of these areas. On the fitness side, or the exercise side, let's call it, the number one thing I see people glomming onto are really high intensity programs. And if you think about it, it's because people have this idea in their minds that somehow if they're moving faster, they're burning more calories or they're working harder, which isn't necessarily the case, guys. Exercise 
is complicated. Like exercise science is complicated. And just because you do something faster doesn't necessarily mean that it's better for you. So on that front, I'm gonna give you guys some things to be thinking about so that you can, as we go into this new year, try to avoid that trap of trying to fast track your fitness. Because yes, you may see some results in the immediate time or even for up to a year or two, but if you are truly wanting to create optimal wellness, now we're not just talking about looking fit, I'm talking optimal wellness. Optimal wellness is in all eight areas of your life, spiritual, emotional, financial, physical, in your relationships, in your occupation, right? All of those areas, then you can't fast track it. So let me just start by giving you some things in the area of moving, just moving your body. Here's some general rules of thumb for you to follow so that when you're figuring out how you're going to exercise, how you're going to eat, and how you're overall going to live your life, how are you approaching that? So first of all, when you think about exercise or moving your body in any way, shape, or form, number one, if you cannot do it slow, then you should not be doing it fast. Let me just take running. Perfect example. If you are extremely overweight and you cannot walk a long distance without being completely winded or sore or achy joints, then you sure as shit should not be running. And I would go so far as to say, if you don't even exercise regularly, then you shouldn't be running before you get a good solid practice of walking in place. Just a great example. Like, why are you going to do it fast if you can't even do it slow? So let's take that, for instance, in a group fitness class. Why are you doing things fast if you can't do them properly slowly? And I would say like in a group setting, man, that is just the number one place that people end up sustaining injuries because there's this pressure, right? You're in there, you feel awkward. You don't quite know if you look coordinated, you feel out of sorts, right? And you look around, it's like everybody else is doing it. So I need to do it too, right? So everybody's doing things at a frantic pace, but they're not even realizing like whether or not it's even intentional, whether they're moving properly or for that matter, if even the way they're moving is even doing anything for them, right? Which I will tell you and argue all day long that most things that are in a group fitness setting don't really make a whole lot of sense. They're just flashy and kind of sexy and people get excited about it. But if we're really looking from a functional standpoint and their efficacy, there's not a whole lot there. So number one, if you can't do something slow, do not do it fast. Along those same lines, number two, if you can't move in a way properly without weight, then don't weight the movement. Great example here is if you cannot squat without your knees folding in, without coming up on your toes, you can actually get your ass below the crease of your knee. If you can keep tension at the bottom of that squat, if you can keep your chest up, if you can't do those things, which basically looks like a toddler, like watch a toddler squat. If you can't do that and you can't do it without holding weight, (laughs) I'd highly recommend you don't do it with weight. That's always been one of my pet peeves too, and I'll just call it out in the boot camps, CrossFit kind of communities where people get thrown into a setting where, again, it's competitive, there's a lot of pressure from the people around them, and they're like, ooh, okay, I better do more weight. And a lot of trainers out there will go so far as to tell people to add weight when they can't even move without weight on them. So if you cannot move your body properly without weight on it, then do not add weight. And number three, and this one's just kind of universal, 
Always ask yourself if you know why you're doing the movement you're doing. And the answer needs to be something deeper and more purposeful than just because a trainer said you should do it. You need to be able to answer the question, why am I doing this movement? And I think that most of you, if you employ that principle in your exercise routine, you'll realize that for one, you probably don't even really know why you're doing it. And for two is you're going to think somehow it's going to get you results faster instead of just getting the basic movements down first. So let's leave exercise behind for a minute and talk about nutrition. I'm going to give you some just tangible things that you can be putting in place And these are everyday things, guys. They don't cost you any money. They don't require you to hire a coach. They don't require you to buy anything. (laughs) They require nothing other than you just being intentional and mindful about your nutrition. So number one is chop, cook, and chew slowly your food. So if you've listened to me for any length of time, you will know one of my basic teaching principles when it comes to nutrition is that for weight loss and optimal health and wellness, you need to have hormone balance and gut health. So number one, chop, cook, and chew slowly your own food that you have prepared. That is so important to your overall gut health. And we can't sidetrack that no matter what. So if you find yourself asking, you know, like, should I go high fat, low fat, high carb, low carb? If you're asking yourself those things, back up and be honest about whether or not you're even taking the time each day to chop, smell, savor, get your digestive enzymes running before you start worrying about what kind of diet you should be focused on. So that's just basic 101 and it's going to take you so far. It's going to take you so far for one in helping you eventually lose fat and lose weight because gut health is critical for that. But guys also remember that about 80% of your immune system lies within your digestional tract. So gut health is absolutely essential. It's pretty much the most essential aspect of fighting off disease and boosting your immune system and living a long healthful life. So remember, your immune system sits in that gut. You got to be good to your gut. Along those same lines, number two is slow down. So while you're eating, ask yourself if you avoid these things. Do you avoid standing while you're eating? Because let me just explain something. Your body is either in fight or flight or it's in rest and digest. And so just the position of your body will dictate what system you are using within your central nervous system. So if you're standing and you're preoccupied, your body is not in a rest and digest state. So avoid standing while you're eating. Another big one, and this just goes even into making sure that you're not just consuming a lot more calories in a day than you realize you are. And although I'm not big on counting calories, calories still do matter. That's just silly to say they don't. And I really try to help people get practices in place so that they don't consume excess calories by doing things like eating from a package. So never, ever, ever eat from a package. I can't even tell you how many people that have reached out to me over the years to tell me that like that was a game changer for them. Just that one simple thing. And then the third part of that is no multitasking. So again, if we go back to whether our body is in fight or flight or rest and digest, you can't rest and properly digest your food if your mind is preoccupied on other things. And that means if it's preoccupied on having a conversation with someone, if it's at your computer, if you're behind the wheel of your car, those are not the places to eat. 
So again, guys, these are so basic, but they're, you know, they're the things that everybody's overlooking and then wanting to fast track by spending too much money on things that they don't need and glomming on to something dogmatic that they'll never actually stick to for the long run. So that's number two, slow down. Number three, and you guys know this is my big one, is eat your colors. So if you eat colorful food, and my new food company, which I'm super excited about, one of our awesome taglines is beige meals need not apply. I mean, how awesome is that? We have an awesome copywriter that came up with that messaging. But it's just so true. If we just avoid those beige, boring colored foods, all those are packaged foods. Those are the things that we want to be avoiding. Beige foods don't come from nature, short of a potato. So if you just focus on eating your colors, that alone is going to help you simplify nutrition for one. And then it's also most importantly going to help you keep processed foods out of your diet. And rather than having to go like, should I go keto, right? Should I go primal or paleo? Like, don't worry about that at this point, right? Just simply worry about like, are you even eating enough colors? So you may be saying, well, what are enough colors? And I say absolutely no less than three, optimally five colors at every single meal. So that would leave you at 15 colors a day. And if you just focused on eating 15 colors a day, I can almost guarantee you that you would never have to go on a diet again and you would feel like a million bucks. And then last one, this isn't about food, but it's about hydration. And this is so important is making sure that you're drinking half body weight in ounces of water per day. Now that's a minimum. And there's formulas that we can use to go up from there, which I'm not going to go into today because again, most people aren't even getting half body weight in ounces. So we don't need to start doing any complicated formulations on what the temperature is outside and the amount of exercise they're doing and yada, yada. So let me recap those nutrition-based basic principles for you. One, chop, cook, and chew your food. Number two, slow your roll, slow down, and be mindful about your meal. Number three, make sure that you are consuming at least three, ideally five colors per meal. And number four, drink half body weight in ounces per day. So I'll kind of wrap it up here, guys, but I'm really hoping that this didn't put you to sleep and it actually really got you thinking. Because again, this isn't a topic where I'm sharing mind-blowing information with you, right? We're not talking about some kind of really intimate details about nutrition and the way your body works. But anymore, we're all so lost in all of that excess information and we're forgetting and neglecting just having basic knowledge of the basics of how to take care of ourselves. And those basics, I promise you, will take you further than any kind of strict dogmatic way of eating or working out ever will. Now, that is not to say that there is not a time and a place for certain people that can take it to the next level. And believe me, I can take anybody to the next level. I'm coming out with a program in 2021 in order to be able to take people to that next level, which I'm super excited about. But I'm never willing to sacrifice people and teaching them the basics in order to put them on a fast track. So let me just leave you with this final truth. Think about anything in your life that you have completely mastered, the things that you are really good at, your job, being a parent, whatever it is in your life that you're like, you know what, I have worked hard and I've really arrived at a place that I can be proud of myself or where you have a lot of knowledge that didn't happen by you fast tracking it, right? It just doesn't happen. There is no fast track in life. And I assure you that there is no fast track when it comes to creating optimal wellness. 
And I go so far as to say to think that there is, is actually an insult to the people that are really doing the hard work. When you look at someone that you look to as a good example of how they live their life, how they eat, how they move, their overall behavior in life, when you look to those people and think that you can fast track your way to that, it's actually an insult. It's an insult to them and it's an insult to you and to the work that is required. So there is no fast track. Allow yourself to step back, develop some patience and self-appreciation and appreciation for hard work that is required everywhere in life. You can't speed things up. There's no way around it. And the more you try to speed up, the more time you're wasting on not focusing on the basics. So hope this helped you out today. Like I mentioned, I am creating a kind of next level program that's going to roll out in 2021 that's called the EML Academy. It is an actual curriculum course that is led by me just to really develop. It's to take your habits and your knowledge to the next level. And I'm super excited about being able to teach that. But it would be irresponsible for me as a leader in this industry to fast track people into that. So we always start with strong start. Right? You got to learn the basics too. Plus you got to just learn some self-discipline and accountability right? and gain basic knowledge before you take it to that next level. So I'm excited to help you in all of those ways. Always, again, thanks for being here today. If I can help you in any way, be sure to shoot me a direct message or just shoot me a text message, 702-500-1668. I'm happy to help you out in any way I can. Thanks a lot. Be safe, be good, do the hard work, and we'll see you next time.